Raiding the Kingdom, your premier and only Raiders and Chiefs podcast. We're coming to you with our top five impact players for the 2022 season for both teams. We're going to mix it up for you. Coach will present the five Raiders that are going to be the most important to the 2022 season. I, on the other hand, will do the Chiefs players, and we'll see if anyone has rebuttals, comments, questions. Coach, what up? What's up, man? It's been... It has been way too long, dude. Uh, I feel like we just like we're kind of like we've kind of been like in a dead period. We finished the draft, um, and we're it's like not fully training camp season. Obviously, we had OTAs and stuff, not whatnot, and we have some mandatory mini camps coming up. But uh, yeah, figured why not throw out the five most impactful players in our opinions that are coming up. So yeah, I'm glad to get on it. That's solid. Yeah, we need to. Uh... You know, we, we need to bring you guys some content, but we don't want to bring you garbage. I'm yeah. watching podcasts that uh, there's a full hour uh, PFT podcast about Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, he had a stellar career, I, I guess, but you don't. I don't think it really needed to be a full full hour. Full hour. I mean, I think a tweet. I think a tweet works. You know, you know, Fitzpatrick is just like one of those guys that you like. It's hard not to like him. You know, no matter right. if he played against oh, your like team. Him. Or, or not, he just was like, I mean, a dude went graduated Harvard, right? And was like, you know what? I'm going to have what he had, like an 18-year NFL career, which is incredible. Yeah. Um. So coming out of a Ivy League school to do that just shows how smart and how just solid of a guy he was. So props to Fitzpatrick. Fitzmagic. We, uh, us in the Chiefs kingdom owe him for beating the Patriots um, when he was with the Dolphins back in the Super Bowl year or so. Shout out to uh, Fitz Magic for 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 a great career. Well done. Exactly. Um, and now, before we get into our breakdown, just a quick message from one of our sponsors, SeatGeek. Use promo code RTK for twenty dollars off your first order on SeatGeek. It's where I get all my NFL tickets from. Uh, it takes the confusion out of buying tickets. Easiest site out there to use. So, coach, you're heading to Arrowhead. Grab yourself some Chiefs tickets. RTK. Drop our promo code. Yep. RTK. Mm-hmm. And there you know, you the, most people have multiple email addresses. Just saying. So um, do do what you got to do, right? Do what you got to do. Right. Um, but yeah, definitely easy. RTK twenty dollars off. Why not? It'll it'll help towards fees. So do that for sure. Do it. Do it. And now, coach, coach, do it. Do it. Uh, coach is going to bring you uh, the five most impactful Raiders for the twenty twenty two season. <laughs> Just a quick one. Just a quick one. I want to yeah, get it just out there. Also, shout out to I'm just gonna say this now before I get into the Raiders. Shout out to Madden for actually putting John Madden on the cover. Uh yes. You know, I have to buy th- it. three great covers that they put out for him. Um, you know, they had, you know, some vintage pictures of John Madden and they kind of did a throwback of like John Madden on the cover before players would get on when he had the clipboard and he had like the background of the stadium and stuff. So shout out to them. They I I was like, they cannot this up and not put him on the cover. I don't even think a player would have been like, nah, I won't do it. You got to put Madden on. So I'm glad they did that. So shout out to EA Sports Madden for actually making the right choice and, and putting a John Madden on the cover. So props to them for that. Will the game be the same? Probably, but you got to get the cover because John Madden's on it. So enough of that. Anyway, so for for my Raiders players, um, I thought I thought that this would be appropriate that we don't just go with the teams that we follow religiously go with, you know, the enemy, right? You got to know your enemy. Um, so exactly. uh, keep your enemies close. Keep your enemies close. Exactly. Exactly. So number one for me is Derek Carr. This is obviously a huge year for him. He got a contract extension. He got his, he got his best buddy Devonte Adams in the fold now. Um, 
Derek Carr has always been a really solid, you know, mid-tier, I think, NFL quarterback. Um, and I think now with the weapons that he has, with Hunter Renfro continually getting better, Darren Waller, who's, you know, the third best tight end in football, maybe. Uh, maybe fourth, depending on who you talk to. Not as good as Travis Kelsey. Mm. But, and then you got Devontae Adams there. Um, don't, don't, don't do your fist at me. Say to- top, topic for another topic day. For another, topic for another day. Uh, you could, right. uh, Brennan was cracking his knuckles when I said that. So, a little scared. But yeah, so Derek Carr has to have a great year this year. Um, you know, like I said, he's always been solid, but I think he needs to go from solid to great. Um, and I think this is just a big year for him because, you know, you got your, you know, your highest paid wide receiver in football. I think he still is, or he's right there with Tyreek. Um, and yeah, he, Derek Carr just needs to have a great year. Um, no excuses. No excuses now. No excuses now. Um, and then for my next person, I have, uh, I have Josh Jacobs, uh, running back. You know, we've talked about Jacobs a lot. Um, you know, this 2019 draft class might, you might see a little bit of a theme with that as far as like players that I'm picking. Um, Makes sense. it was a big, it was a big draft class, right? You know, that's, that was all part of the Cleo Mack trade and, and getting extra picks and, and whatnot for him. Um, he needs to have a good year. You know, running backs typically get maybe one, they, you know, obviously had the rookie deal if they're a first round pick and they make some money. But after that, they really typically only get one other good deal. Um, you know, obviously depends on who it is, but, uh, you know, there's only so many Derrick Henry's, Zeke Elliott's, Dalvin Cooks that are going to get those big money contracts. Um, I don't think Jacobs is necessarily even close to that range of player, but he has the opportunity to have a really good year, make a name for himself. Um, you know, obviously the Raiders have drafted and, um, you know, got, got other running backs on, on their squad. But, you know, Jacobs, if he wants to go make some money, he needs to get his shit straight, you know, uh, just just play play to the best of his ability, not have any of these off-field distractions, try not to have any more kids. Um, you know, just let our, Antonio Cromartie have that uh have that record of, of, of different of children with different women and just stay on the straight and edge, straight and arrow, and uh have a good season. You know, him being great along with, you know, Renfro, Adams, Waller, Derek Carr having a good year will go a long way because we know the AFC West. I think bar none is the best division in football. Um, and it's going to be a battle every day, right? Every, every Sunday is going to be a battle Thursday, Monday, whenever it is, it's going to be, it's going to be a battle. And, you know, Brandon Jacobs had that great rookie year. He needs to continue kind of, you know, run it back to that and, and, and have a great season. And then the man can get paid too. So there's, it's a win-win for both, for both Jacobs and the Raiders. So my only comment on the Jacobs thing. So, a lot of people are saying he has had a huge decline and he did have some injury issues that obviously the O-line was terrible last year. Like I think they're ranked 28th, obviously at a 32 O-line. So that, that didn't help things. He's still one of the most elusive backs in the league as far as avoiding uh, tackles and, and, you know, stripping tackles and whatnot. Um, but you're right. The off-field stuff has to end. He, obviously the injuries are going to happen with running backs. So, but I'm, I'm on the camp where I also don't believe in paying running backs unless it's a team friendly deal. Mm-hmm. And I have her, so he's not at OTAs now. He's missed two weeks of it. It's speculation over whether it's a holdout or he's injured. Um, so we'll see what's going on there. I don't know what he thinks a holdout is going to do because if they're not going to pay you your fifth year option, they're definitely not looking for an extension. Yeah, yeah, which is just you know obviously declining that fifth year option. You can probably save yourself some money on depending on what the contract is, but 
definitely not smart on Jacob's end for, for doing that. You're going to get paid this year, right? You're going to make your money. Just go out there and prove yourself. Um, so enough on him. So uh, for, for my next guy, Alex Leatherwood. Uh, two years ago, drafted. Um, you know, uh, a guy that kind of surprised a lot of people. It was like, it was a, it was a reach. It was a reach. It, it was a reach. It was, it was, it was, it was the last John Gruden. Um, God, who's your GM? Uh, Mike Mayock. Mayock. It was a Mike something. I was just blank on the Mayock part. Um, definitely a reach there. Um, didn't have a great rookie year. Um, looks like from w- what we were talking to before, uh, when we were talking a little before we got on here, it looks like they're going to move him to right tackle. Um, have Colton Miller, obviously at left tackle. Um, and hopefully he can get better, but you know, the O-line, like we've talked about is so important. And if you're investing a first round pick on, uh, let alone a, a O-lineman, but a, on a guy that you reach for, you really have to hope that he comes into his own and can solidify that right, right tackle spot. Um, you know, left tackle is obviously the most important, but having a great right tackle makes all the difference in the world too. So hopefully for your sake, you know, uh, He's decent um, because, again, a, a first round pick, you don't want to not hit on those, you know. So uh, he was an absolute penalty machine last yeah, he was year. A penalty so, machine. Really so like if, if he gets if he gets better on that, uh, um, kind of kicks back on the penalties and just overall just a better, better player, then that's then that's going to help you guys tremendously as well. Um my next guy, and I'm going to say his first name wrong, even though we just talked about it, is Killian. Killian. Clillian Furl. Clillian Furl. Clillian. You got Furl. it. Okay, I did it. I know. Yeah, I know the people. Fun. I know that. You just say Furl. Maybe that's Furl. easier for Furl. later on. Um. So obviously, 2019 pick. Another reach by Mayhawk. Oh and my god! I hated that one more than Leatherwood. Yeah, especially that when especially really with Josh me. Allen. Both Josh Allens there. Devin White. Devin White was number five. Devin White was there, right? So you and Devin White just got a hundred million dollar contract, right? Or is supposedly going to get a hundred million dollar contract? I don't know if that's happened yet. Yeah, supposedly. Um, You saw that rumor too. Uh, So I did. He'll be from what you have right now with Crosby and Chandler Jones. He might be a rotational piece, but he can still make a name for himself. You cannot, like we've talked about, edge rusher, left tackle, quarterback, um, cornerback, or, or like your. Four, like in my opinion, your four premium positions now in the NFL. Uh, so if he can have a good year as a rotational piece, um, he can make himself some money. Obviously, he got his fifth year option declined. Um, he needs to have a good year. Um, and I think, you know, you have Chandler, you got Crosby, you got Farrell coming in. And if he's good, that adds a whole new dimension to the team. And, uh, you know, your new D coordinator, God, what's his name? Um, the guy from the Giants. Patrick, Patrick Graham. Graham. He's Graham's a great defensive coordinator. And just to, for he him is. to have another weapon like Farrell, who, you know, is a number four pick. So you would hope that he is actually halfway decent, can finally get his shit together and uh, and hopefully make a name for himself. Whether the Raiders get him back or not, that doesn't really matter. It's him having a good season and, you know, kind of being another – another tool for you guys that, you know, every, everyone needs. If you can, the chiefs don't really have enough edge rushers right now. Right. So if we had a guy like Farrell who could come in, be a good rotational piece. It's huge. It's huge. I think he would be fine if he had been like a fourth round pick or a third round, maybe even because he's not bad against the well, run, he, but he, he doesn't, he doesn't he, generate a lot of pressures and he doesn't get, even sacks. as a second round pick or a late first round pick, it would have been bad, but a top five pick, it's not fourth overall. Oh yeah. Especially God. when you have, you said Devin White. Josh Allen, you know, just it's 
it, it, it well, look at what when did Kayvon Thibodeau go fifth yeah he is no Th- he's Thibodeau, definitely gonna be Thibodeau more... didn't go fifth uh no he did the Giants snagged him did he, the, it was and then they got Neil at seventh is that what it was I, I think that was it. Yeah, I'll look at okay. While you're so about. it's it, Thibodeau. That that is worthwhile of a. No, of I think Evan Neal went fifth. And Thibodeau went seventh because Charles. Uh, well, then there you go. Even more. Yeah. So even more yeah. So face. he just he needs to he needs to step it up. Um. You know. So he's still he's still young. He can still he can still be a solid NFL player. He was fifth. He Thibodeau was. Fifth. was? Okay. Yep. He was Good. fifth. Ten four. All right. Whatever. Uh. But anyways. So. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so he need he needs to have a good year, and then finally Jonathan Abraham, um, Abram, Abram. I, I'm throwing it into old Old Testament style, but it's fine. You're a Chiefs yeah, fan, dude. That's cool. Uh, he needs to have a good year too. That secondary uh, for the Raiders has been suspect, um, and having him have a good year would be huge. Um, he's I think he's been solid as far as that draft class goes. He's probably been the best guy. Would you say out of that draft class? I would still probably say Jacobs. Abram can tackle, and I like his mentality, but he his coverage is terrible. And actually, he's he's one of the main re- – well, there's a lot of reasons why you lose a game, but one of the ones where we almost could have had you guys twice, I think it was the 2020 mm-hmm. season, he left Kelsey wide open. Cause he's, he because for, he, uh, he's like – he's admiring how beautiful Kelsey is. It's like, damn. I don't think it would – so wouldn't do. he be staring – hopefully then he would be staring at him and would see the ball coming, <laughs> but Patty – Patty uh, scooted out, and uh, and Abram thought he was going to try to run in the touchdown himself, and he fell for okay, it, so dropped down. Maybe he and hasn't there been the go. best, but it, this is definitely an opportunity for him to help solidify the secondary. You know, you guys lost Casey Hayward. Uh, none of us got Stefan Gilmore like we had hoped. So the secondary is yeah. still a little bit suspect, so you need him to have, uh, have a good year, um, and hopefully he has a good year for you every game they play, but when they play Kansas City. So that's who I got for the Raiders. You know, uh, obviously, you know, Devontae Adams is going to have a big impact. Hunter, Hunter Redfro, all those guys like Darren Waller. Right. All those guys are very obvious choices. I tried to go with some guys that are, you know, starters um, or rotational pieces that are so important to the team that could help make them better. So those are I got for the got for the Raiders. And, uh, yeah, who do you got for my Kansas City Chiefs? So I also kind of had a similar mindset as you. I'm not going to go with – you know, Patty Mahomes is obvious. Um, Carr made more sense because you really the seat like we know what we're going to get from Mahomes. Carr, we're not exactly sure, and we need to hope that this Devonte Adams uh, experiment works. So for the Chiefs, uh, first I'm going to go with Miko Hardman, wide receiver. He's been your two for a long time. Now uh, this is his fourth season, so as we said, coming up on contract year, um, he's really one of the only starters left out of the receiving core from last year with Tyreek and. Um, Robinson gone, Pringle gone. Yeah, I think he is the only one left, basically. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's some like practice squad guys that I don't know about because I'm not a Chiefs fan. Um, but, uh, you know, so besides kind of being, I guess, a quote-unquote veteran receiver left, um, he probably should have the, the best chemistry besides Kelsey with Mahomes. And on the flip side, he's also a returner on special teams. So he's got kind of got a lot of weight on his shoulders. He's going to have to be a leader, kind of show these other receivers that you guys got, um, you know, Juju and uh, Sky Moore kind of how the, uh, you know, the year is going to be handled. His highest amount of yards was 693, and it, which was last season, and the most amount of touchdowns he ever got was six, which was his first year in the league. So we kind of have to up both of those. But I also don't think that they're expecting him to be a one, but he is going to have to step it up, um, especially if he wants some kind of an extension 
which I'm not really seeing happening. But as long as he doesn't think he's going to get an extension warranted, like he's not. A he's, he's, he's not. That's he's not going to. Hopefully, I mean, what what the Jaguars did with Christian Kirk, like we talked about a couple times, is just like they ruined they everything. Did. They really did. Oh my God. They really. Goddamn, yeah. Shad Khan. Yeah, God, you guys and freaking Trent Balky. Yeah, for real. Go away. Um, but anyway, so. If he wants that kind of money, he can go to Jacksonville, I guess. He's not going to get it in Kansas City. If they wouldn't pay Tyreek, they're not going to pay this nope. kid. Um, but So he has to step up, not really in the sense of being a one, but uh, him just maintaining and elevating his his game just a little bit is important for the Chiefs. Uh, number two, I've got your left tackle, Orlando Brown Jr. You love him. He wants a better deal. That is obviously going to be impactful on the team financially, whether or not he gets that. Um, but he's responsible for Mahomes' blind side. As we said, left tackle, right tackle, both obviously the most important. Um, he allowed four sacks last year, so he's ranked 27th in allowing sacks, which isn't great. It's not terrible. He did play over 1,100 snaps. He was fifth in the league as far as snaps go. Um, he definitely got better at pass blocking. Um, he was not great in the postseason. He allowed two sacks then. Um, still better than everybody on the Raiders' uh, offensive line, if that helps. <laughs> But um, so he's he's kind of got to clean up a, a few small things, but he is definitely fine to be the anchor of that defense at the left tackle position. But um, just another important year. There's been a lot of pass rushers put out there into uh, this this year now. Um, so yeah, so hopefully he's he's got to figure something out with the front office. Is he at OTAs right now? Uh, know? he's 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 he just hired his agent. He wasn't at OTAs as far as I'm as far as okay. I know. So he he's really digging in his yeah. In he his heels he for wants deal, to man. be uh the highest paid uh left tackle in football. I don't think mm-hmm. that um, what's his name uh, Brett, Brett Veach. Yeah, why am I blanking on Brett Veach's name? Um. You think about I think him so about often. It, so awesome. like it just, it just sometimes I look at my phone and he doesn't text me anymore. But um, right. he, so he, I, he's not Trent Williams, uh, but I mean he, he's it's just the market man. You know, he's young. You traded a first round pick for him. Hopefully, they can come to some sort of uh, um compromise. compromise. You know, he was at Mahomes' wedding. Yep. They're 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 boys. So it'll it'll get done. It's just a matter of what what the financials are and stuff. So we shall see. Yeah. Well, so hopefully that works out for because I don't know who's behind him uh, if he is not there to play. But I kind of doubt he's going to hold no, out the whole season because he he's not really in a position. If he was Trent Williams, he'd have a position to hold out, but he's not. And I saw that he matched up some stat with Trent Williams, but I'm like, just just stop. He's, he's not, not Trent. He might have had. Yeah, so so let's pump the brakes there. Um, so, yep, Miko, Orlando Brown. Number three is George Karloftis, your rookie. Um, so on your depth chart, he's slated to be the left side. DN, Frank Clark is on the right. Pass rush was a consistent issue. I know you were disappointed in it last year. You hated the Frank Clark contract. He's still there. June 1 is coming on. He's still on the team. Uh, Melvin Ingram is gone, so that's unfortunate. Um because he was wasn't a bad you know rotational. Mm-hmm. I mean he he was disruptive. Yep. Um, so George Karloff just kind of needs to step it up. I would say compliment, but more so hold Frank Clark's hand and hopefully get to the quarterback and create some pressure because it was not happened last year. But hopefully Karloff Chris Jones, who can command double teams, and then Frank Clark, who will not be double teamed, um, will hopefully get something done. So uh, I think your your rookie is going to have a lot of weight on yeah, his shoulders. The- the Greek season. freak um, football version. Um, 
so I've I've read a lot about him. Um, you know, he's got a mower that just keeps going. This dude just works and works and works. Um, you know, we get the way the place we got him in the draft. You know, a lot of people thought he was top fifteen. We got him at the end of the first round. Um, so that's huge. And you know, someone somebody on Twitter we had a conversation like he who like the Chiefs got another Jared Allen. So that would be sick if that was the case. Um. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, that's a lot to live up to. He's a potential Hall of Famer, but um, I Karloftis is just seems like he's got that motor and that desire to to be good, to be the best, and uh, we need some fire there. So um, I'm excited for him. Yeah. So I think he. I don't think he will disappoint. Um, I think he's going to be a pretty solid addition for you guys. But I just think he's going to have to kind of produce sooner 100%. rather than later. Uh, so number four is Justin Reed, your strong safety. He's replacing the Honey Badger. Huge um, shoes to fill. And on top of that, he's going to be opposite the starting free safety one, Thornhill, who's taken over from Dan Sorensen. Hilarious because the Badger and Sorensen are back together now in uh, in Louisiana. Um, so, you know, I don't know if he's expected to do it, but Badger was the leader of your secondary, uh, made a ton of plays, not you know, not exactly like a pick machine, but you know, he, he did have a, a couple and a couple at, at the right time, but he was also just, you know, great for uh, tackling and finishing off plays and um, really organizing the defense. So I don't know if, uh, if Reed's um, aware of the situation he's in now, I'm sure he is, but um, this is big time. So he's, he's got his nice three-year deal. Obviously either the chiefs or the Texans didn't want to, sign him past his fourth year or uh, maybe the chief's offer was just that, that much more lucrative and also who could blame him for wanting to get out of Texas. But um, yeah, so he's, he's got a lot on his shoulders. I think he's going to, going to fill in fine. I don't really have concerns about him, but a lot of the defense is going to rest on him. So uh, Justin Reed, number four. No, Justin Reed. Uh, no, I, I, I'm excited for him. He was he was the leader of the Texans uh, secondary last year, so I, I I don't know why the Texans let him go. I think it was more like he just wanted to get out of Houston than necessarily the Texans wanting him to go. Totally. So I think he just wanted to come to KC and make a name for himself, and uh, knew he had to take that mantle from the Badger. So that's that's a heavy burden, but I think he's 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 up for it. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, I don't. I don't really have any doubts about any of these guys. Maybe like the one that would make me the most nervous could be Harmon. Yeah, um, I agree with that, but we'll see. But uh, then my last one is Jermaine Carter Jr., who currently, as you explained to me before the show started, um, he's he's uh, listed as a starter as a middle linebacker ahead of Leo Chanel, the rookie. We'll see if that's actually how it how it works out. But if for some, and he's a uh, you know he's a veteran from the Panthers, a uh, wonderful organization. Lots of yes, wins. And they the Panthers did you see this about the Panthers? This new they have what was that? they have the first transgender cheerleader. Yep, they, they just yep, I just say that. Don't say anything else. Don't even no, no more just, comments. Just, just, nothing. Okay, just letting let me know. Not, cool. Nothing else. All right, good. Also, I did see that the Walmart CEO is by or the Walmart owner or whatever is buying the Broncos. I thought Antonio Brown was going to yeah, buy Yeah, so him. did I. So, like, the Cronky Walton conglomerate will just literally own the state of Colorado. Oh, and you love Stan Cronky. Loves Stan. He owns the Nuggets. He yeah, owns the Avalanche. Should move to Colorado. Now his brother-in-law owns the Broncos. So, it's, yeah. Perfect. Financial yep, it's going to be Broncos, Broncos Rams next year, right? Yeah, that's what the NFL wants. Fuck that. Yeah, let's ride. Yeah. Um, 
So Jermaine, sorry, we got off topic on you, pal. Uh, so Jermaine, uh, this is his fifth year in the season, kind of like Reed. He did his four years at, uh, with the Panthers. Um, he was, uh, you know, scurried over to KC, didn't want to hang out in another one who I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, be surprised that he didn't want to remain in Carolina anymore. But so if for some reason he does beat out the rookie Chanel, which they may want to go with the veteran. So, you know, he'll be wearing the green dot, makes the checks, relays the calls, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Hopefully coming from the Panthers, he has a little bit of Luke Keekley in him and things mm-hmm. will work out there. I mean, that's probably, you know, that's one of my favorite middle linebackers oh, yeah. of all Luke time. Luke So man. why not? He's absolute stud. So those are my five. Mikkel Hardman, Orlando Brown, George Karloftis, Justin Reed, Jermaine Carter. The one I think is, they're all super important. Karloftis, I think, really has to get get things going for you guys. Um but yeah, so those are those are my five. You had great five. I really think that uh, these are all players that if they tank and they have terrible seasons, like if Cleveland Farrell is a bad year, that's really not going to ruin it for the the Raiders. But um, if Josh Jacobs is a terrible season, yes, that would be an issue. Um, so those a lot of these are really great great calls. Like if Jermaine Carter has a, a bad season, he could be replaced I, by Leo Chanel. To be honest there. with you, I think Some I think the, Leo Chanel is going to take it. That dude is just he's he's there's something about him. He like you know. Uh, some draft pundits kind of actually um, compared him to a Luke Keekley. So if you got, I'd rather go with, I'd rather well, go with a Leo Chanel, Nick Bolton, Willie Gay linebacking core, just a young, want to hit you in the face and 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 make you make you cry to your mama, uh, linebacking core. Then Car- but, but Carter will be good too. So we'll see. You know, we like I said, we got we got training camp coming up, and we you know I guess not kind of I mean kind of coming up. It's like a month away, but um, a lot lot to. A lot to look into and a lot to a lot of great position battles coming up. So exactly. Um, and then we'll do a quick send it award. Coach, you will go second because yours are always outrageous. So if you're listening for the first time, we pick an award for whoever is doing something noticeable in the media, had a great game, had a great whatever. So here we go. What is that? It's a major award. I'm going to the I won't go to OTAs award to Lamar Jackson. Um, so I think he's kind of figured, hey, you know, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, they've skipped out on OTAs before and things seem to work out for them. I'm going to do the same thing. So amid contract negotiations, uh, actually not really negotiations because he refuses to talk about it. Um, Lamar Jackson is is showing that he's working out, but at the same time, he's battling all the media analysts saying that he should be at OTAs and he's the leader of the team, blah, blah, blah. Him and Chris Sims kind of had a thing. Um, my, my only take on it is that if you're going to make all these videos of you working out and show like he threw like a 50 yard bomb while he was on one knee, which is cool. But if you're on one knee, you're, you're down. So it doesn't count, but I kind of feel like if you're working out anyways, why not do it with the team? Your receiver core is in shambles. I think it might make people feel a little better if you were there. I don't, or, uh, Tyler Huntley, I guess is probably running the show there, but yeah. So the, I won't go to OTAs award to Lamar Jackson. Uh, coach, who so do you have? my uh, center word goes to hey dude, just shut the up. Uh, it's it goes it goes to Tyreek oh. Hill. Um, he's trying he's trying to promote his <laughs> podcast, and you know there was that clip that came uh, out saying how the Chiefs suppress his stats. He later came out and said that that's not the case. Um, the point of a podcast, Tyreek, is to not just have people listen to one episode. It's to have people consistently listen. Um, if you had gone about it just explaining why you left Kansas City and chose to, you know, go be with Tua to Tua, I just had a stroke. Tua took a fly. Tua, it's, it's a tongue twister. I, I apparently can't speak anymore. Um, you know, that would have got people. I would have listened to that, you know, just to hear your explanation on it. Um, 
but saying that the Chiefs maybe yeah, we will. It, it hasn't, hasn't dropped, dropped yet, yet, but just to to put that out there is just it's it's disrespectful to Kansas City. It's disrespectful to an organization that took a chance on you um and stood by you through multiple different um incidents. We'll just leave it at that. Um always had your back um and and made you all that money. I mean, obviously he worked hard and got great, but they put him in the position to to be successful. So I just I just think that's a bad look on him. Um, and like I said, the whole point of a podcast is to have people consistently listen and not to try and alienate a whole fan base that supported you through everything. That's how you do it. So Tyreek, man, you gotta be better, dude. You gotta be better. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's my Senate award. Agreed. Uh, and that's a good one. All right. Well, uh, that's the end of the show. We'll come back with you when probably training camp picks off, unless we think of some yeah, other topics for that, you. We got that, uh, we got that listener lineup now. Um, I know we've retweeted that. Yep. Speak you know, pipe. leave a voicemail. You know, make it try and make it appropriate or make us laugh. But uh, send questions, man. We'll, we'll get on here. We'll, we'll talk about it and uh, we'll answer them. And yeah, just we want we want more listener interaction. Um, and it's it's important that, exactly. that that we get that. So check it out. Yes, hit us up on Speakpipe and RTK promo code SeatGeek. What up? What up? 